0: Okay, so who here has, has been camping? Just put your hands up if you guys have been camping. You know, isn't it the weirdest thing? It's not a weird thing. It's a beautiful thing. When you go camping and you make that cup of coffee in the morning, somehow that cup of coffee tastes so much better, right? Why? Because you're camping. Because you're surrounded by beauty, and that's the sole thing that you're focused on there for that second. So as we worship this morning, let, let that be our guide. Not, not the coffee. But him, our worship to him, let that be our focus. And really just join our hearts together as we worship him. Amen.
1: Thanks to the Lord, our God and King His love endures forever For He is good, He is above all things His love endures forever sing praise. sing praise, sing praise Sing praise, sing praise With a mighty hand With a mighty hand And outstretched arm love endures forever. For the life has been reborn. love endures forever. We sing praise, sing praise, Hallelujah, Lord, sing praise, sing praise. Forever, forever, God is faithful. steady His love endures forever. By the grace, the grace of God we will carry on. His love endures forever. We sing praise. We sing praise. Come on. We sing praise. We sing praise. Forever. Forever God is faithful. Forever God is strong. Forever God is with us forever. Let's sing it again, forever. Forever God is faithful. Forever God is strong. Forever God is with us forever. His love endures. His love endures forever. His love endures forever. forever. His love endures forever,
0: forever. Let's hear just the voices. Sing that. His His love
1: endures forever. His love endures forever. His love endures forever, forever. Lord, we sing that. Your love endures forever. Your love endures forever. Your love endures forever, forever. forever, forever, God, you're faithful, forever, God, you're strong, forever, God, you're with us forever.
0: Oh, we proclaim that this morning, Lord, that you are, your love endures forever, God, and you are strong, you are strong, you love us so much, Lord, we worship you this morning, Up your name this morning. Oh, we glorify your
1: name this morning. Oh, Lord, we lift our souls to you this morning. We bring an offering of praise to you this morning. To you, oh Lord, I lift my soul. My trust. Do not let and do not let me be put to shame. Don't let my enemy triumph over me. Come on, hope is you. Show me your way. Got me in the shoe. My life, oh God, my life, rescue me. My broken spirit, broken spirit shouts, my mended heart cries out. My hope is you. Show me your ways, oh God, we are true. To you, O Lord, to you, O Lord, I lift my soul. In you, O
0: God, I place my trust. We place our trust in you.
1: Do not, and do not let me be put to shame don't let my enemy come come triumph over me my hope is you me away they got me in truth and all Trust. You are our firm bound. Oh Lord, we trust.
0: We trust you, Lord. Worthy is the Lamb. Lord we lean not on our own understanding our life is in your hands Father because we give it all to you Lord
1: God, trusting that you make something beautiful out of me, yeah. and I give it all to you, God. Trusting that you make something beautiful out of me, yes, Lord. I give it all, and I give it all to you, God. Trusting that you. My hands wide open. I will climb this mountain with my hands wide open. I will climb this mountain with my hands. Why come on? I will climb this mountain with my hands. without
0: worship, there are no words, but there's just a a sound that we make, just a, a melody. So, just
1: sing this with me. There's nothing I hold on to. 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 Because I give it all to you, God, trust in. Make something beautiful out of me. Oh, I give it all. I give it all to you. God. Trusting that you'll make something beautiful out of me. I lean, and I lean not on my own strength. My life is in the hands of the maker, and I need not on my own to stay.
2: amen thank you john so uh just uh okay you don't have to say it out loud you could go happy thanksgiving like words or you could just turn you want uh, you may not have even said it to your husband yet or your wife but happy thanksgiving can we just have a little bit of that happy to each other happy happy I really am thankful this morning. You can see each week we're making um, upgrades soon. We'll have two big flat screens, a uh, baptismal pool over here, a Bible college in the back over here. Uh, no, we're. it's been really great. And the men that have just been faithful to do that, thank you so much. Um, we have um, planned, we purchased, like six heaters. Uh, if it gets cold, we're, it'll be, we'll be able to keep this comfortably as far as the climate. And if it gets hot, we can open the back to create air. Uh, we may even have a couple big fans just to move air if we needed to. But this weather, thank you, Lord, for this beautiful day. This is, this is perfect. Um, I also want to bring your attention to the ushers. Um, they're really trying. And I was thinking, he said, one of the ushers said to me, well, they don't, I ask them to do something, they just say no. (laughs) Uh, You know, they don't want it, they want to sit where they want to sit. But you know, when you go to the airport or you go to a movie theater, people will usher you. They're really trying to create, anybody that comes in a little late, you bunch back there and this area up here is empty. And it actually goes counter to social distancing. Because people want to stay back there sometimes for social distancing. Like last week, we had everybody crammed together, so if you come and we're already into worship, go in the back if the ushers direct you, and go around here, and there's plenty of seats over here. Also, if you have a real small child that you're, you know, up and down, they can be here, and you can get them in the um, jail inside here. <laughs> no, you can. There's a bathroom that way. So we're just trying to, and we're each week is another experiment on how to do this. Um, We're also planning in two weeks to have a men's meeting right here with Charles Simpson. At this point, he's planning to come out. And um, he's not going to let anything stop him if it's possible. So he lives in Mobile, Alabama. And that's for all the men. I'll be sending, or Lori will get out an email on that. That's at 8 o'clock on Saturday morning for the men. And there will be a regular service on Sunday uh, the 6th, I believe Charles will be here. And um, some of you don't know him, but um, he's a man of God. He's been here every year for the last 34 years, uh, since I've been the pastor. So we're trying to keep that streak alive. Um, also, we got a little basket over there. Anybody that wants to leave their a tithe check or an offering, you can just set it in there. We're going to get that upgraded also, but we're not taking offerings just because we're trying to shorten the service to the point that we can keep the service within an hour, um, roughly. You know, hour 10, hour 55, whatever, just to, (laughs) depends on how many amens I get. If I get a lot of amens, then I say, so be it, I can leave, you know? So, uh, I... uh, Woke up. I was thankful for my mother this morning. A few of you knew my mother. She was a real kick. She never met a stranger. And she had a way of getting on my nerves. Um, But what happened was people would give me a present, a birthday present. My mother always said, did you write a thank you note? Mom, come on. Did you write a thank you note? Trey, did you write a thank you note? No, you didn't. Okay. Thank you notes. Archer, someone does something nice for you. Thank you notes are big. Lucy, he's pretty good at that. And uh, some of you do that, but it's partly training in gratitude. And, but you know what? I wrote the thank you notes, but I wasn't thankful. I just wanted the gift. So I, Okay, so this is what it means to say we bring a sacrifice of thanksgiving. To, for me, as a kid, to write the note, I had to sacrifice my time to write Mrs. McGillicuddy. Dear Mrs. McGillicuddy, thank you for that nice handkerchief. I will really look forward to having that for the years to come. I hope you're doing well. Sincerely, yours, Kevin. P.S. Davenport. You know, some kind of letter like that. But the truth is... And you all have been wonderful to me on some of these occasions where I've received cards and letters. And um, But thankfulness is a sacrifice. Uh, it's also a recognition. There's a story about Matthew Henry, the great um, commentator on the scripture, said uh, he was robbed one night, and he said, I thank thee because I have never been robbed before. He was grateful for that. And then he said, second, because... All they took was my purse and not my life. And thirdly, I'm thankful because they took it all, but it wasn't that much. <laughs> and fourthly, he was thankful that it was I who was robbed and not I who did the robbing. A recognition that we've got, all of us have this uh, tendency towards sin. I want to raise the elevation of our gratitude this morning. There's a thing. Um, within your family circles, ask someone if uh, they think you're an optimist. Just turn to someone and say, ask them if they think they're an optimist. I saw the face, someone went like this. Are you kidding me? When I say an optimist says the the cup is half full. A pessimist says the cup is half empty. The child of God says, my cup runneth over. My cup runneth runneth over. Thank God we don't get what we deserve. Thank you, Lord. Someone said, if I had a little more, I would be really satisfied. You make a mistake. If you're not content in what you have, you won't be satisfied if it's doubled. Gratitude is the parent of all other virtues. It's the fountain out of which comes all love and graces. It comes out of gratitude. I share this every year, but in his book, Gulliver's Travels, um, John knows he's going to be teaching on this, Jonathan Swift. Ingratitude is a capital offense, the same as murder or kidnapping. In other words, can you imagine what would happen to you and I if, if, gra- if not being grateful was a crime? We'd all be locked up at times, right? Right? You're looking at me like maybe you, Kevin, but I'm very grateful. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. Ingratitude denotes spiritual immaturity. Infants always uh, do not always appreciate what parents do for them. They have short memories. Their concern is not for what you did for me yesterday, but what are you doing for me today? The past is meaningless, and so is the future. They live in the present. Those who are mature and deeply appreciative of those who have labored in the past and recognize those who labor during the present and provide for those who are laboring in the future um, is what is called maturity. I have had the privilege of having three of my grandchildren live with me for the last couple months. It's coming to an end, I believe. (laughs) David, is it? We're in the seventh or eighth, we're in the ninth inning, I think. (laughs) Bring in a reliever, I need a... It's been really good, but the... Dempsey's the cutest little boy. He, of all 10 of our grandchildren, I've never seen anyone smile so much. But he's he has he's, he's got the both of them. So he'll smile at you, and you just say, hey, it's Dempsey, and he goes like that. But then if he wants something and doesn't get it, ah! Ah! then you go up and you bribe him with a little something. You go, ah! And then he's like this, and so it's a it's a it's a full day of discipline and bribery and because he has no you know, he's not. He said, "Papa, I'm concerned where I'm going to college." He hasn't sat me down and said, "How's this COVID thing working out?" He just, I, can't talk yet, so he just points, you know. <laughs> you all, all, everyone of you can uh, relate to a child like that. Unfortunately, unless we learn to be grateful people, we grow up to be like that child. We turn into me monsters. It has to be, uh, I'm not grateful because of this and because of that. Um, The Greek word for thanksgiving is eucharistia, which means, Uh, where we get the word Eucharist, when we celebrate communion. And when we have communion, which we will have next week, it's actually giving of thanks or receiving of thanks. The fruits of the Spirit are um, nurtured in gratitude, love, joy, peace, gentleness, kindness, goodness, faithful, self-control, Galatians 5. Being grateful is not a denial of trials or pain. Being grateful, say this with me. Being grateful is not a denial of trials and pain. I guarantee you, in this room, some of us are going through deep, deep trials and pain. Yet, it is in the trials and pain that a life of gratefulness blesses God. If you can find gratitude when the wind's not at your back, when you're in a terrible crisis, when something's been done to you that you don't deserve, and you find yourself in a repose with, Lord, I'm grateful to you. I'm not grateful what's happening like I want that to happen, but you find this place. It's amazing the Lord never promised us a problem-free life if someone some Christian told you that that you're going to get all the good parking places and then once you came to Christ you got the great job and you got the perfect soul mate for the rest of your life no he said in this world there's going to be tribulations or difficulties but I have overcome them so in your difficulty I am with you and I have overcome the world. Gratitude is heart's memory. If you look at your past and you're mad and ungrateful, it portends of a very unhappy future. Because you have to find God in the suffering, God in the injustice. He's with you all the way. Gratitude is a passive grace. It's a position of heart. It's A posture of heart that resonates love back towards God for your life. My parents have been gone almost 25 years, and this morning it's like, "Thank you, Lord, for my mom. Thank you for that. She was right. I would have been a little. I was a little brat anyway, at times. Sweet little brat. (laughs) I've never been a brat to a mother. Just about all mothers say, "He's darling." David and I were joking about people, how they are about their dogs. Some of your dogs are terrifying. And you know, you've know you got these uh, bull mastiffs, and you've got these different, oh, he's a good little guy. And you walk up and it, you feel the growl coming from their chest. So Murdoch is the name of their dog. And I went up to go to bed, and Murdoch was in our bed under the covers, with his head on the pillow. Murdoch's about this high, he's a big dog. I was so, I went and I grabbed Courtney and I said, Courtney, you gotta see that. Courtney said, isn't he cute? (laughs) So, when your children act up, oh, isn't he darling? When he threw the can of paint on your new car, isn't he cute? it is amazing the blinders we have on those we love, but it's, it's amazing. But where to enter is gates. That means, uh, I've said this analogy also many times. Um, a few of you live in gated communities or have a gate at your house, and to get in, you have to push the keypad. Pop, 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 pop. You can push a whole bunch of numbers, but you won't get in unless you know the code. You don't get into God's presence without the code. I will enter his gates. T-H-A-N-K-S-G-I-V-I-N-G. With thanksgiving. Gate starts. I'll enter his courts. I'll go further with praise. I will say this is the day that the Lord has made. I'll rejoice and be glad in it. Thanksgiving is vocal, it's positive, it's active. Where gratitude, we're we're reminiscing in a way, Thanksgiving is actually speaking out and saying and doing something. It's sacrificial and calls for action. Am I doing something? Good, I'm thankful I didn't trip on that court. It says to be alert with an attitude of thanksgiving. That are basic, you know, if someone says you've got a bad attitude, it's usually not because you're a thankful person. All thanksgiving and honor and power and might go to God, Revelation 7. And gratitude and thanksgiving are incompatible with murmuring and complaining. Please raise your hand if you've been complaining about the government lately. I'd almost like to say who hasn't complained? And yet, we're free. Food in the fridge. Nice mattress to sleep on. Great view. Look at the weather. You think they got this weather in Chicago right now? But no. Ah, rah, rah. Did you hear what he said? What an idiot. God hears our grumbling as well as our thanksgiving. I know we live in turbulent times, but let's thank God for being alive in this country. And God is more than able to make up for what's lacking. When grumbling exceeds thanksgiving, we're on the wrong path when basically you're whining about everything. Who likes to go on vacations with whiners? How would you like to go to Europe with another couple that complained the whole time? How would you like to go out to dinner with somebody and they just, uh, uh? You say, you know, it's uh, uh, Southern California. Did you hear that, uh, uh. it's always that. Thanksgiving and praise move us from self-centeredness to God-centeredness. And we're challenged in Psalm 103 to forget none of his benefits. So I want to read a story this morning out of um, Luke 17. Um, It's known as the story of the ten lepers. Beginning in verse 11. While he was on the way to Jerusalem... He was passing between Samaria and Galilee and he entered a village and ten leprous men who stood at a distance met him and they raised their voices saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said to them, go and show yourselves to the priest. And as they were going, they were cleansed. Now one of them turned back, glorifying God with a loud voice, and he fell on his face at his feet, giving thanks to him. And he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus answered and said, We're not ten cleansed, uh, but, but the nine. Where are they? Say that with me. Where are they? was no one found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner. And he said to him, Stand up and go. Your faith has made you whole, or saved you. A leper is um, just reprehensible, especially in day, those days of Israel. when they, would, they stayed together because they couldn't be with anybody else. So they packed together, they weren't allowed in the town. So they would be outside the gate and they'd be in a group. And sometimes if you saw lepers, people would cry out, unclean, unclean. They were really, they had no future. They had no hope, really, other than their flesh was being eaten away. There was no medical care. There was no health insurance. There was no vaccine. Their plot in life, was to be in rags and seeing their flesh rot away, and they had nothing. It says Jesus was on the way. It wasn't in um, Galilee, and it wasn't in, uh, which was his hometown, and it wasn't in Jerusalem, which was his kind of his church. He was out there and about going. And in the process of going, these men cried out, and got his attention, and it says that Jesus saw them. Now, kids, I want you to understand this. Jesus always sees you. He's invisible. You can't see him, but he sees you. only and adults. He's invisible, but he sees you. He saw the lepers. I had a man come into my office some years ago. I don't know how he found me. He was homeless, but he showed up. He came in my office, and immediately the whole office stunk, just stunk. But he sat down in one of the nice chairs, sat there, uh, started talking, and then he said, he said, you know why I haven't gotten up and left? And I said, why is that? He says, because you looked at me. You know how many people don't look at anybody? I'm not, homelessness is another big issue. We're not going to get into all the ups and downs. But do you know how many times we just don't even look at a person? Doesn't mean we're supposed to do something, but Jesus saw them. He saw them. Just like he saw Bartimaeus. Just like he saw Nathaniel under the fig tree. Just like he sees me and sees you. In our sinful state, we're like lepers. If we could actually see our sinful state, we are unclean, unclean. When Peter encountered the living God, he says, get away from me. Depart from me. I'm a sinful man. The glory of God makes us aware of our sinfulness. These lepers had to stand at a distance. They were judged unworthy. They were probably being punished in many people's eyes because... Of something they had done, that's why they had the disease. When they lifted their voices, they didn't cry out, Heal me. They simply asked for mercy. The next time you're in a real bind, mercy's a really good prayer to pray. Just mercy, unmerited favor. A lot of times when we pray, we're giving God instructions on what He needs to do to make my life better. Do this, do this, do this. But sometimes mercy will take you to another level because mercy is never deserved in in any situation. But mercy always triumphs over judgment, always. And in the Old Testament, it was the mercy steep in the tabernacle, just before that, before you went into the Shekinah glory, into the presence of God. Jesus never heals the same way. He didn't have a system or a technique, but rather he had a relationship with the Father. I never saw him heal like this before. Go in to see, show yourself to the priest. There's no record he didn't lay hands on them. He didn't get the worship team up here to create an atmosphere. There was no service going on. There was nothing going on other than he's going into this village probably to get something. He said, have mercy. And he looks at him and he saw them and he says, go see the priest. And the priests are the only ones that could could render them clean. It's a similar story to Naaman, the great general from Syria who uh, had a servant girl who was... um, Jewish who had been captured during the wars but she still had faith in the God of Jehovah and told him about a prophet would pray for them that he could receive healing and he so letters are sent from um, the equivalent of the president of the United States to for Naaman and he comes and to see Elisha and he's expecting Elisha to come out and meet him treat him as on equal footing and um, expected Elijah wanting him to do some great thing to earn this healing. And Elisha didn't even meet him. He just sent a servant out. Tell him to dip into the River Jordan seven times. He was so angry. He said, isn't the the rivers of uh, Damascus better than the filthy rivers of the Jordan? He was angry, and he was going to leave, and the servant girl tugged on him. And said, listen, if he'd asked you to do some great thing, wouldn't you have done it? And of course, then he does it. He gets dipped seven times and then his skin becomes like a baby's skin and he's healed. And then he can say nothing, his gratitude, his thankfulness about the God of Elisha. He said, all my days, the equivalent of all my days I am with him. God, forgive me because of my position. I sometimes have to go into places where the occult is going on, but I want no part of that. He was changed. And the result of that change was gratitude and gratefulness. What about the thankful leper? He came back. He fell at his, fell on his face, at his feet. That's, some real humility. I don't, he didn't care what anybody thought. Why did the other nine keep on going? Why didn't they come back and say, leave, thank you, can't believe this. Because I believe, my perspective, they got healed. They wanted to get back and show themselves to their family, to their work to everything else and go on with their life as normal, but now that they've been healed. I've known so many of us where we're in dire straits and God meets us in an unusual way. It's a provision or uh, something awesome and we take it in, but then we just treat it like great. When if we got on our face before God and express that gratitude, there's a deeper level of relationship with him that will come when that thanksgiving is expressed from our hearts amen or amen amen Amen. I'm telling you we're getting close to the heart of God here many Christians as they mature just think they've seen it all and Jesus can actually be boring church is boring Christian things are boring it's the world that has the fun What's happened in that? The unsearchable riches of Christ. It's based in an attitude and of gratitude going back to first things. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. Thank you for making me whole. Thank you, thank you. The nine warn us that ingratitude is a very common sin. And it's very easy to prevent benefits of God. I've shared this too, probably shared everything before in some way. When Aaron was little, we used to play a game called the thank you game. And we would go for sometimes five or ten minutes how many things we could be thankful for. Okay, Aaron, you start. Let's try it. Say something. Um, thankful for this tent. Thankful for the tent. I'm thankful for my eyebrows. Thankful for my toenails. I'm thankful for my fingers. I'm thankful for my hair. I'm thankful for Bill's shirt. I'm thankful for God's gifts. I'm thankful you for food on the table. I'm thankful you for my brain. Give me more. Um thankful for the sound equipment. Come up here, please. <laughs> please. You have three minutes to say what you're thankful for. Okay. This person has been, this person's been, this person has been trained in our house to be grateful.
3: And I'm gonna sing it. Here we go. Okay, <laughs> but you have to stay by me because we're connected. <laughs> okay, this is really out of the box here. So um, I am thankful for. Am I just starting to list? Okay, thankful for all the kids we have here. I'm thankful for. Godly parents, we have. I'm thankful for freedom of religion. I'm thankful for teachers. I'm thankful for teachers that think out of the box. I'm thankful for parents that don't give up. Okay, hello, stay by me. Um, I'm thankful. Tell those people over there, too. Okay, guys, I am so thankful for you. I'm thankful that you're here. I'm thankful that you made the effort with your kids. I'm thankful for a free mic. Um, no, I'm thankful for just. Everybody valuing this is so important that we're here. I'm thankful for people not giving up when things are hard. I'm thankful for gifts like Pat Bray that doesn't hold him in a closet and he does worship. I'm thankful for Lindsay when she sings, you feel the Holy Spirit, the anointing. I'm thankful for Cooper that he is out in the community and ended up being in Cade's class. So awesome. Makes me tear up. So thankful for you. Thankful for um, healing, Erica. Thankful that the Holy Spirit is going to heal you. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for freedom. I am so thankful. And when you're really, really thankful, it's hard to have a bad day, and I'm thankful for that.
2: Whoa. And I'm thankful for Bob Beardsley coming home safely. I'm thankful for God healing him of his cancer and healing Elise of her cancer. And I'm thankful for Dudley, because not only does she love me, she likes me, which is not always you know, easy. I'll tell you, isn't it amazing how gratitude creates a, a wellspring? And you read the Psalms, if you read them, it's just overflowing with, thank you, Lord. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good but we can do it like we just forget I'm going to close with some thoughts of my own that I'm thankful that he created me that he endowed me with gifts and abilities for his glory that he gives me a. we can I'll, I'll take the cordless he gives me a future and a hope whether a based or abounding we can be optimistic He's established an inheritance for me, for you, incorruptible and eternal, reserved in heaven for you. You know what heaven is? I has not seen nor ear heard the things that God has prepared for you. It's better than Disneyland. It's better than the most successful 401k in the world. I has not seen it or even heard about it. I go away to prepare a place for you. He's working now for those who are called by his name and love him and are thankful and honor him. He's going to take care of you now and forever. Amen. He sustains us to this very hour. Virtually everything that I have that is good in my life is from him. That which isn't good in my life works for good. For those who love God and are called according to his purpose. He never, ever, ever breaks a promise. He came for me when I was not well. I was sick. I was a spiritual leper. He lived for me. He died for me. He sought me. He bought me with his redeeming blood. While I was in my sin, he died for me, that I might live. And he rose for me. What a friend I have in Jesus. He's completely forgiven me. When my feet get dirty, he washes them to get back on the path. Oh, the unsearchable riches of Christ. He delights in his unchanging love and casts our sins to the depth of the sea. He drowned me in the waters of baptism, buried me, and now I'm alive unto Him. He's given me sweet memories and powerful lessons of life. Forgiveness, restoration, hope, salvation, deliverance, healing, provision, direction, comfort, you name it. C.S. Lewis says it's funny how day to day nothing changes. But when you look back, everything is different. It is God who's at work in your life, both to will and to work in his good pleasure. For those of us that have been walking with God a long time, I pray that we won't grow stale and brittle and and be more caught up in the past than what God is keeping us alive to do now. Let's stand. I don't know. I'll read it to you. I wasn't sure. I wrote a little poem. This is an original poem. It's not Yeats. I'm not sure my iambic pentameter is right. (laughs) It's called Grateful. We thank you, Lord, for thy holy favor. May your faith and worship be a sweet-smelling savor. You gave us the Spirit and fill us as such. And by indwelling, we know your holy touch. Our mortal frame, mere blood, skin, and bone, on Calvary tree, love completely did atone. Redemptive loving kindness on the one and the many, forgiveness of sin and a life in God's plenty. Unmerited grace reveals Messiah's love, lavishly poured out from heaven above. Life and purpose in our kingdom search, joined together in one holy and apostolic church. May we always remember to never forget our call to obedient sacrifice with no regret lead us safely through all our days endowed with thankfulness and anchored in thy ways amen
0: amen amen, amen. amen. all right let's close out this uh, this morning with some rhythm i need some rhythm from you guys on the clapping okay all right here we go
1: Casting my cares aside, leaving my past behind, living my hopes and dreams on You, Jesus. Putting my hand so to Yours, knowing that all You have in store for me, it's good. Good, it's good today is the day you have made i will rejoice and be glad in it today is the day you have made i will rejoice and be glad in it and i won't worry about tomorrow trusting in what you say today is the day Today is the day as yes. putting oh. my fears aside, leaving my doubts, leaving my doubts behind. My hopes, giving my hopes and dreams to you, Jesus, I reaching my hands to yours, believing there's so much more knowing that all you have in store for me it's good that it's good today is the day you have made i will rejoice and be glad in it today is the day you have made i will rejoice and be glad in it and come on today is the day today is the best
2: one clap one closing prayer and I'd like it just stand your hands towards Erica this week she has surgery tomorrow you can't pray too much for these things and um, she has Uh, A seven-hour surgery tomorrow so it's a big deal we want the absolute best John and Erica have been amazing the kids chef you've been great Naomi's been great Jack's gonna be home Wednesday I just we just want the Holy Spirit to be over Erica over the surgeons Lord we pray complete healing to her we pray they get everything they need to get they don't miss anything. We pray for no faulty diagnosis, or we pray for the absolute correct and perfect treatment, prognosis, diagnosis, and, and, Lord, you are the great physician. You're over all those physicians at the hospital. We thank you for Susie Hale being in her recovery, as she has to be alone because of COVID, and Susie being a nurse to be there. We thank you, that's a provision of God. We thank you, Lord, and so be with the family today, and we pray, Lord, that uh, everything after tomorrow will will see your healing hand in and through Erica's life. Be with John, Lord, as he takes care of the family at home. In your mighty and wonderful name we pray, Amen. 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 God bless you, we're dismissed.